Business's Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com is the site. And every week I send out a newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. It is about marketing your podcast, getting more people to your show, making content that people care about. This one, it is about partnerships. It is about how to leverage the audience of others to build your own audience and also use your audience to build the audience of others. I'm calling it a mashup. And I got this idea because I was playing around with a program called Rave DJ. Doesn't have anything to do with rave or that particular type of music, but it's an online tool that lets you take YouTube videos, specifically music videos, and you create a mashup between the two. I was fooling around on it. I put in a Herbie Hancock song and I put in a City Girls song, two completely different acts, and it worked. If you're interested in watching this, by the way, it's not safe for work. So don't pull this up if you're at work, if the kids in the room, if you're a clutch your pearls type of person. But if you are interested, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, I have it linked there. It's got its moments. Sometimes you come together in a partnership. And it just works. Sometimes it works all the time. Sometimes it works none of the time. And I've definitely done some things on this rave DJ program where things didn't work. (laughs) I did a mashup between Fog Hat and War. Fog Hat had a song called Slow Ride. War had a song called Low Rider. It was the beat that I was actually thinking of. It has kind of a cha-cha beat with a heavy cowbell. And I said, okay, those beats might work together. Slow Ride and Low Rider. You could do a mashup called Slow Rider. Anyway, it didn't work. (laughs) It didn't work because there were two competing singers. And I want you to think about that with any of the partnerships that you do, even with a co-host, even with a guest. If you are talking over another person, and maybe this happens with the music that you use, if you've got music that has lyrics, you're talking over it, it's not going to work. It's two competing interests. You've got to be on the same page. When that happens, I call it magic. I think it's unbelievable. But when it doesn't work, it is a mess. So that's what we're going to talk about, how to make it work in this issue. I've got some big name examples of brands and companies that are making things work. This is something that you can do with your podcast. If you've read my book, Big Podcast, and that's at bigpodcast.com slash book, if you haven't read it, if you like audiobooks, the audiobook is free with an audible trial. Bigpodcast.com slash book has everything. And I've got a concept that I talk about called the awesome three. That concept works with what we're talking about here. The first example, this is a fun one. What is it like to hitch a ride in the Wienermobile? Maybe you're familiar with Oscar Mayer, hot dog company. They've got a vehicle, kind of like a bus, van, camper type thing. They call it the Wienermobile, and they've got several of them. I used to see them sometimes come through town. Imagine a bus in the shape of a hot dog on top of a bun. That's the Wienermobile. Now imagine this. You're familiar with ride-sharing apps like Lyft. You get on your Lyft app. You need a ride to wherever you're going. And instead of a car, some dude shows up in a Prius. The Wienermobile rolls up. It'll be fun. It's something you would take pictures of. Oh, man, I can't believe this. You hop in the Wienermobile. Big ass hot dog. You're in it. 
as a passenger going to your destination. Are you going to take videos? Yes. Are you going to take photos? Yes. You're going to call your friend. Hey, you'll never believe the car that I'm riding in now. That's a super memorable experience. And it's one of those things that gets people talking. These two big brands, Lyft, the ride-sharing app, and Oscar Mayer, the hot dog company, they knew that they were perfect partners for this. So that's what they did. They partnered together. They've got people talking. So much so that it's being mentioned in a podcasting newsletter. Doesn't cost them anything to do this, or relatively little money. They don't have to spend a lot of money on advertising, maybe some publicists to get people started to talk about it. But once the thing goes, it goes. And again, it's the kind of thing that anybody who takes a ride in the Wienermobile, they're going to tell their friends. Even when you see the Wienermobile riding around, it's got one of those big lift medallions on it, you're going to start talking about it. You don't even need to be in the Wienermobile to talk about this and give these guys publicity. You see this thing rolling down the street with a lift medallion on it. You're going to take a photo, take video. You're going to start passing it around. It is memorable. Oscar Mayer has actually done this before. A couple of years ago, they listed the vehicle on Airbnb. As I mentioned, it's a camper. You can sleep in it. And this happens a lot if you're not familiar with this. In Nashville, a lot of the tour buses that aren't on tour, for example, the tour business, it took a big hit during COVID. Airbnb was still open. So people took these tour buses and they made them into Airbnbs. They kept those buses making money, even though they were off the road. It happens a lot. But the Wienermobile, that's next level. Oscar Mayer being really on top of this. They looked at this. They thought about the big picture. Somebody on there is really on top of things. That is your opportunity, being open to these type of partnerships. It could be based on the title of your podcast. It could be based on the topic of your podcast, the people that you're connected with, that you're interviewing, that you're co-hosting with. I don't know your specific situation, but I do know that there are opportunities like this everywhere. By the way, if you do want me to work with you on that specific situation, let me tell you how to do it. Bigpodcast.com slash blueprint. I work with a select group of podcasters. Maybe you're one of those people. It's not for everybody, but it may be for you. Bigpodcast.com slash blueprint. By the way, speaking of partnerships, I did something with Podcast Editors Club a couple of months ago. The speaker that we used for this event, a guy named Michael Jerry. Michael Jerry, he has Mighty Productions. He started a podcast based on his experience doing rideshare. He was talking to different people that he was in the car with. Said, hey, that would make a great podcast. That's what I'm talking about here. And if you've got a podcast on tourism or something that's local, getting connected with a Lyft driver, an Uber driver, Anybody who's in the rideshare business, even a taxi cab driver, that's perfect for you. They've got an audience that needs this kind of information, and they can either recommend you to that audience, to these passengers that are coming through, or they can play the podcast while they're in the car. This is the kind of thing when I say there are a lot of opportunities. You've seen these Geico commercials? Let me tell you about something that they're doing. It's the Gecko, right? Not Gecko, it's Geico. That was the tagline. There's an act called Tag Team. And 30 years ago, they had a huge song called Whoop, There It Is. 1992, I was living in Memphis. Memphis was hot when it came to R&B. 
And these guys were coming out of the South. They had a label that was out of Atlanta. There was another song called Woot, There It Is, that was out of Miami. That came out about two months before Woomp, There It Is. Both of these things were big hits in Memphis before they went national. And I say that to tell you that tag team, these guys were doing great in the Southeastern United States. It was one of those things that we knew about it. The rest of the country didn't until they did. And it became a massive national hit. Today, 30 years later, still a big hit. How much do you think a song like that makes? Half a million dollars a year, $500,000 a year is what Whoop There It Is brings in. These guys are successful even if you don't know that they're still on the map. These guys are making money even if you don't think about that song as being a hit or you think about them as being a one-hit wonder or whatever. But they are making enough money to where they don't need money. They're very comfortable. However, because this is such a big hit, there are additional opportunities for them. Geico had one of them. I link to these videos at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. They're hilarious. These guys show sense of humor. It has to do with ice cream. It's not whoop, there it is. It's scoop, there it is. <laughs> and it got so much attention that they made it into a real flavor. And to get that real flavor, you had to do some things on social media that talk about Geico. It's a fun thing if you don't take yourself too seriously. Not for everybody, may not be for you. But if you've got that type of attitude where you're open to things, and a lot more people are open to these kind of things than there used to be. 20, 30 years ago, if you went to a rap star, rock and roll star, say, hey, would you endorse this? It's insurance or it's ice cream. People say, no, I wouldn't do this. That's why you had guys like Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson is kind of an exception. He would go for a national brand like Pepsi. But if you look at what he did in Japan, you ever seen this movie Lost in Translation? That's exactly the business. You will have superstars over there, Lady Gaga or whatever, that you would never see in the United States doing endorsements. But they could go over there and make a lot of money, come back over here, keep their credibility, but go over there and completely sell out. Anyway, People are more open to it. You see influencers, they're ready to sell out. They're waiting to sell out. And that's an opportunity for podcasts. People are not going to judge you for doing something like that. That's on one side of it, if you're considered the celebrity. But the other side is that you can partner with people who are influencers, people who are celebrities in their own right. And you may already be doing this via the guests you have. I bring this particular promotion up though to say that it's not just about you. It's not just about the guest. It's about bringing the general public into any kind of promotion that you would do. That's the mashup. Forget celebrities for a second. Forget you. You can go out and spread the word about your podcast 24-7, but you're only one person. Yeah, maybe you've got a big platform, but imagine if you had 100 people or 1,000 people or 10,000 people doing that in their own way. Let's take it back to that lift promotion. That's a super cool moment to see somebody get into the Wienermobile. Be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm... You can't fake that. And now we can record it on video. We can take photographs. That stuff gets passed around. And that really connects with an audience because we are just like those people. We are everyday people. Even if you're a celebrity, even if you've got a good podcast. And we want to know that that stuff can happen to us. 
I did this MTV thing a couple of months ago. I've talked about it here. One of the guys in the audience got up during the Q&A. He told a story about winning a party with Motley Crue. And at the end of it, he said, people really do win on MTV. That was their slogan back then. We all want to believe that we can win. Publishers Clearinghouse or the lottery. You can't win if you don't enter. We want to know that it's possible for us. So if you can bring in that kind of promotion into what you were doing for your podcast, and it's easy. It could be a simple thing via a sharing app that tracks shares, shares on Instagram, shares on Twitter. Maybe you want people to follow you. There is automation for that. And I've got those tools at bigpodcast.com. I talk about them here all the time. There are ways to do something like that. There are ways to do something like Geico and Tag Team did. To wrap this all up, it's an opportunity for you, not just big celebrities, because you've got everyday people that you are involved with as well. And to them, you are more important than a celebrity because you're helping them out. You're part of their family. They feel like they know you. They like you. They trust you. They agree with you. You don't have to be a celebrity, whatever that means these days, to be able to do this. You can be a regular run-of-the-mill podcaster. You're a celebrity to somebody. A regular podcaster is a celebrity to its listeners. Taco Bell, they got a taco subscription. You like Taco Bell? I used to eat there all the time. $59, $79.99. Remember that? Super cheap. You go into Taco Bell, two, three bucks. You're good, man. Especially if you're a vegetarian like me. Bean burrito, 59 cents. Yeah. Before I get into that, let me tell you a true story. This is back in the 90s. I had the first non-adult membership online, meaning that people were paying me monthly for content. My content happened to not have naked people. Nobody else is doing this except for the adult membership companies. Hustler, Playboy, Penthouse, Big in Texas. <laughs> I'm making that up, but I'm sure it was a thing. <laughs> and to set this thing up, because nobody was doing it, I actually had to go through an adult biller. It was very risky for credit card companies back in the 90s to take credit cards online. There was a lot of fraud. If you weren't swiping it or doing the carbon copies of the physical card, they weren't sure that it was real and they were worried about fraud. So credit cards online, they were not used in the way that they are now. These days, you don't even have to type in your full address, type in a zip code, if that. They've got data. They know where that credit card is being typed from. They've got these algorithms. You ever done this where you buy something? You just buy stamps all the time for direct mail campaigns. So buy two, $3,000 worth of stamps. Chase immediately would send me a text. Hey man, this is a pattern that looks a little bit fishy. Confirm that this is you. You confirm it, then it goes through. They didn't have that back in the 90s. So I had to go with a high risk credit card merchant account made for the adult industry to sell marketing information to the independent music industry. That's what it was. Let's call that a mashup. I took the billing practices of one industry and the content of another. The billing practices of the adult industry and the content, music marketing, of another. And that changed my life. That recurring revenue was unbelievable for me because I could start planning. I knew that I would have that money coming in on the first of the month or every 30 days or whatever the billing period was. It changed my life. I didn't have to go out every month 
and make the mortgage and make the payroll and everything else that I was doing. Right now, Taco Bell is doing something similar with a taco subscription. You pay them 10 bucks a month, you get a taco every day. Not a bad deal. It gets people in there. You get one taco a day. You're going to buy other stuff, right? More tacos, drinks. Taco Bell's owned by Pepsi. So you know those drinks are cheap. They're cheap already. (laughs) That's where the money is made in fast food. But it gets you going there. You're hanging out with your buddies. Hey, man, let's go to Taco Bell. You suggest it because you're getting a free taco. You're bringing them with you. That is how that works. Think about that with your podcast. How can you get that recurring billing in? How can you do something where you're treating your VIPs so well that they're bringing other people with them when they visit you? They're listening to your podcast when they listen to it. What can you do for that? By the way, speaking of the adult industry, I have a new membership for podcasters that I'm putting together. It is free, so it's not going to cost you a thing. Once again, I'm using a system that's been developed by the adult industry, but don't be scared. This is not an adult site. Well, it kind of is. The way I'm using it is not adult. I'm on OnlyFans.com. And if you go to OnlyFans.com slash David Hooper, you will see this. I'm figuring it out. I got in there because I wanted to be part of the conversation. So many content creators were using OnlyFans. It's basically Patreon, but you've got adult content on there. Again, not me. If you go to DavidHooper.BigPodcast.com, the only thing big on there It's going to be a microphone and the podcast that I help you create. But if you want to see how I'm doing it, that right there is memorable for a lot of people. If you were doing something and you say, yeah, go to OnlyFans, whatever your site is on there. People say, what? Isn't that the adult site? No, it's not just an adult site. It's for everybody. (laughs) But it's got that reputation. And that's the kind of thing that gets people talking. A lot of people will be scared to do this. You may be scared to go to it. You're like, oh my, what if my wife looks at my history? She sees OnlyFans. Yeah, it's podcast marketing information. But I get it. You may have one of those net nanny things that's blocking your access from certain sites. You're probably not going to get to me on OnlyFans then. But for some people, if you're interested in seeing how different industries work, this is a good thing. Go in there and see how I'm using it. Maybe it will work for you. Sick of Patreon taking all that money from you? Eh, Only fans. The rates are a little bit better. You may be able to make more money with a membership or with a Patreon type campaign using OnlyFans. There are a lot of guys making a million dollars per year on OnlyFans. And when I say guys, that's a general term for people. Most likely it is females on there. Most likely not podcasters. But take a look, get into the conversation. It's the same reason that I've invested in Bitcoin. When I say invest, I don't know, 50 bucks, probably less. I just want to know how it works. That's what's keeping me up to speed. That's why I can deliver this marketing information to you. I can say, this is working here. Let's make it work for your podcast. And again, if you really want to go deep on this, bigpodcast.com slash blueprint. AI generated music for your podcast. This is a really cool tool and it's linked right now, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, right at the bottom. It's called SoundDraw. It's based in Japan. This thing will generate 15 custom songs that you can use within your podcast with just a single click. You tell it what you want. You tell it how long you want, the tempo, the instrumentation, the style. 
click generate, comes up with 16 custom songs. You like one of them? Click on show me more. It generates additional custom songs that are based on that one that you like. Style of music, you pick it. Instrumentation, you pick it. Tempo, you pick it. The key, you pick it. You let it know exactly how long you need the music to be, whether you need 60 seconds or three minutes or anything else, you are good to go. It takes very little editing to work with what these guys give you. If you want to loop it for 15 minutes, the way this stuff is generated, it is very easy for you to do that. So if you wanted to take a podcast like this, say we're 20 minutes in, you would still have that. I'm going to do a special episode just on this topic. If you have not subscribed to Build a Big Podcast, you want to hear this, this is the easy way to get it. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You'll see it right there at the top. It's a black and white logo. It says Build a Big Podcast. And there are three ways for you to subscribe. One for Android, one for iPhone, one via a general RSS feed. So however you get your podcast, I've got you hooked up. I'm going to be diving deeper into this. I think this is a great opportunity for some podcasters, just like anything that I'm talking about here. It's a great opportunity for some podcasters. Is it as great as custom music that you would have a musician generate for you? Eh, Maybe. Maybe it's better just because it's quicker. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to pay royalties on it. Anyway, one-time fee. It's 69 bucks for life. It's pretty cool newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's at the bottom. I've got more information. It is linked for you to check out. I'm going to have more information, including some examples from this program on an upcoming episode. For now, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. While you're there, subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't already. This thing comes out every Friday morning. I'm giving a little bit more commentary on it, but if you want just the nitty gritty, something delivered to your email box with all the links, it's not going to take you long to go through newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That is how to get it. That is it for this episode, the audio version of the Big Podcast Insider. Again, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That is where to get it, to get me, bigpodcast.com. I'm there, man, with all sorts of information for you to help you grow your podcast audience, get more people listening to your shows, make your podcasts great. Make them something that people care about, something people talk about, something people share, and something that you can make money with. So go to bigpodcast.com, get that information that I've got, use it, grow your podcast. Help me help you. Bigpodcast.com is where to do it. Subscribe while you are there, and I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.